So today's Amr is Naf Kufnan Gimam and Aleph. We're finishing Kufnan Beisim and Beis. The Gemara was discussing the idea that after a person dies, his neshama goes to the Kisei Akavid. And if he's a Tzaddik, if he's a Russia, it goes to the Kafakela. A Benini, it goes to Duma. And the Gemara is continuing that discussion. You say that what happens to a tzaddik when he dies? So as the shaman goes, tachas kisei akavit. So ubetamia heche askel shmuel benegida. Ubetamia means the bal oiv. Tamia bones, and ubetamia means someone who uses bones. That's Rashi's chat. Right. That um, so Ubatamia, the one who uses bones, the Baalaif, Hechi Askal Shmuba Nigid. There was an incident in Tanakh that Shaul Amelech was supposed to fight the Pushtim and he was very nervous. He didn't know exactly what to do. Then he decided to um, call up Shmuel Anavi with uh, with the Baalaif. And Shmuel came and and uh, he, um, Shmuel came and he discussed it. You know, Shmuel told him that you, that's it, you're going to die this time. But anyway, the question is, if the Nishmas and Shal Sadiqa Magnus is Tachaskisi Akavid, so how they get his Nisham altogether? Right? How would the Kayachatuma of this Malayif manage to get a Nisham, which is Gnus is Tachaskisi Akavid, which is in the highest realms of Kedusha? That's that's a different thing. The first twelve months, it sounded like the goof kind of stays around, so to speak, and the neshama could have some shaykhis. I don't know if it was only within 12 months. But the Gemara is making a chilek here. That this neshama, gnuzis tachas kisei covet, which loses its shaykhis to the world, is only after 12 months. The whole 12 months, yes, it does have this idea of taxis covet, but it could also come down. That's the thing. Okay? So, that's what the Gemara says. So, Mela, during the first 12 months, it would be Shaykh to get the Nisham of the Tzaddik with, uh, with the Aiv. Right? Now, Taisa says that, Kasha. Taisa says that, that the Nishama could, right? Taisa says that the Nishama could go down if it wants. It's just somehow you wouldn't be able to force it Ali Dayev, I guess, if it's Knuzas Tachaskisa Yakavid. That's how he explains Rabacha Baishya. There are a lot of other Gemaras, you know what I'm saying? Like he brings the Gemara in, in Baba Basra, Taisus brings that that they came to the Mara Samachbela and they spoke to Aliyazar Evan Avram there and Avram and they want to know what he was doing. Vachumi. Right, whatever it means. But obviously it does mean that the Nishama still has some shaykhas to the Guf. And it will still go to the Kavar after the Yud Bay Skaidish, right? Says so there is some some connection. Yeah, we don't understand these things, but a little bit, you have to, you have to learn it, you have to know what, to, what it says. Amrav Yudh Abreid of Shmuel Vashil Smishmei the Rav. Have you the Abreid of Shmuel said the name of Rav, Mishmedesh Ladam Nikr and Ben Elam Habahu, Imlav. Rav had said, you could tell from the Hesbid 
if he's a ben elam haba. Very interesting statement. In other words, if when a person dies, if everybody is very, very emotionally taken, they're crying, they, uh, their emotions are aroused, then he's a ben elam haba. That's how Hashem makes it. If nobody cares, so then it would it seem that he's not a ben elam haba. Okay? So where is it? Aini, v'amlei rav l'arshmur v'ashilis achem v'aspeid v'ashem k'emna. You have to, achem means you have to make, achem is lashin of chamimus. Be mechamim, right? Make a fiery, a heated hesped, because I'm there. Because I'm there. In other words, a very interesting thing that Rav said this, right? Rav told the shul v'ashilis, when I die, I want you to make sure this hesped will be really, really emotional. Not because I care about the people, but I'm there. I want to give a vent to my emotions, like we had before, right? right? The, 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 the mace also was misabel. So I want to, I want, that's the chayat means, I want to hear a good hesped. I want to hear a good hesped on myself. Right? Understand that you're performing for me. You're doing, uh, you're doing, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's an emotional, you know, he has to come to terms with his with his own loss. Vice versa, vice versa, yeah. So the Gemara says, ah, oh, so what's the kasha? So the kasha is, Rav understood Mustafa, he's a ben elam haba. So what's he asking to be achim? if he's a ben elam haba, so then it'll happen in Mela. So he'll have a have a right. So he says, no, like kasha, how the mechamli v'achim, how the mechamli v'leyachim. So it's not really a good proof. Like, let's say a very big tzaddik dies, and nobody cares. So nobody says anything about a husband. That's not a right, he's not a ben elam Because no one tried. But if it's tzaddik, someone says very heartfelt things about a husband, if it meets the mark, and everyone hears it, then the mamash, oh. Right? So he's a ben elam If after they tried, then no one, you know, it doesn't work. Right? Somehow, you know, like Dvarim Shalyetsim and Alev, Nechnasim Alev, but by a Hespit specifically, the Gemara Lechayu is saying that only is going to be work if the Taka is that way, then it's going to hate the people correctly, right? And, uh, and it'll be, that's Taka, it's a rise of Ben Elam if it's not that way. So no matter how good you're going to say it, people aren't going to really believe it, they're not going to internalize it, and they're not going to be moved. And then anyway, he makes another qualification though. Amlei Abayi LeRabbe Kegayin Mar the son of Leikula Pampadisa Manochem Espedo. He's like you. He says, "What's going to happen when you die?" See, they talked about this very. Uh, they didn't mind talking about this. I'm wrong, right? Well, sometimes get a little. But they said like this. He said, "Right, they were discussing this thing of Achem Espedo and and Ezer Ben Elam Haba Espedo Shaladim Nicker." He said, "Right, everyone hates you in Pampadisa." He told Rabbi, "Right, why does everyone hate him?" So Rashi says, because he gave them a lot of Musa. The people in Pampadisa were not such good people. That's what it says, right? And Rabba would, uh, right? Rashi says they were Amon. Right? They were, they were Amon. And he was Muhammad Mimil of the Shmaya. See, the chat is also could be, but all the Makim, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you can't say Techach if they're not going to listen, right? But all the sometimes you have to. You know? You have to. Can't let people get away with apples. 
So since he was able to, you know, they were they were big trickery, and he he understood them, right? So he was able to expose them. That's very hard for them. So everyone hated Rabbi. Rabbi was not a popular person in Pabadisa. At least that was understood by a Bayan Rabbi. So he wanted to know, they're going to die, right? And no one's going to care because they don't like you. No, but if, if you cry a lot, then Rabbi Chana cries a lot, so that's, that's the Macham Leim Machamim. We don't mean the people that have their own things. We mean the people that understand. Okay? Blaz asked Rav the following question. How do we know if someone's Menelim Abba? How can we figure it out? Amalein, he said a similar tarot that he told to Rav Shul Vashilis. There's that your ears are going to hear something from behind you to say that this is the way, go in them, whether you're going to the right or to the left. In other words, Acharecha means after a person dies, what are they saying about you? If they're saying good things about you, so then they know he's a Ben Elamaba. If they're saying Shvachazachim, so then not. There's another way to know. If you're a Bayim like you, they're a Bayim like you. If the, if the Rebbe believes that you're going in his Mahalach, he takes Nachas, that's a good thing. That shows, uh, that shows that you've been Elam Haba. Now, back to Kehelis. There's a Kehelich Amma, the seifedim, the people saying espedim, surround them in the street. So do things that people should have what to say before your bed, before your coffin, whatever. Right, the people in Gaul would say the following thing, people in Yehuda would say, and they're not really arguing, because whether they said the Hesped in front of the Mita, or in back of the Mita, that was a difference, whether you were in Yehuda, or in Gaul, but so they're not arguing, but the point is, point is like this, point is, when someone dies, and people talk, either Lefnei Mita or Lacha Mita, right? Then they're discussing the important things. Right? Then they discuss the important things. So people, a lot of times, they want to make a good impression on people. Right? But people have different things, what they want people to think. They want people to think they're very rich or very powerful. They want people to think that they have a good sense of humor, they have a good voice, they have a... Right? But no one's interested in that once a person dies, right? A person dies, so what's going to make a good impression on people? If he was a good person, if he accomplished a lot, if he was Isaac and Ruchnius and Tyre and Philo, if he was a, even if he was a good husband, if he was a good father, if he was a good grandfather, you know, all these things that people are concerned about and people are interested in once somebody dies, right? They're not interested in in, in, in the Irish kind. So this is what Bnei Yehuda, it sounds like it wasn't Amiram. This is like a populist statement, right? Bnei Yehuda, Bnei Gol, used to say, guiding principle in life, right? When you want to, right? 
to, to blame people, right? You want to impress people, right? What you should always be thinking about is, what will people say, right? What will people say when he dies, right? What's going to be the the obituary article, right? The article in the that's going to encapsulate the life. What's it going to be? What's the what's the words? If you think that way, you're accomplishing much more. There's a Mishnah. The Mishnah Pergavas. Blazer's word was you should do chuva one day before you die. One day before you die is a good time to do chuva. So that's what it says in Perkyavas, right? In Perkyavas a lot of times it says that these things that the, the Tanam said in Perkyavas, they used to say all the time. Right? Why did Perkyavas say some Some said a lot of things, right? Why this time and this? These are things they say all the time. What do you mean by that exactly? Right? You don't know when that is. Be nice. Right? You don't know when it is. The point is, every day you should view as your last. Because you don't know. Right? So the pshat is, right? You push off, you say, listen, okay, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. We'll fix it later? No. Gotta fix it the day before. And maybe today's the day before. So the whole the whole life you'll be constantly be doing tshuva. Your clothes should always be white, and there should never be missing oil on your head. And the pshat is, because you never know. Right? You probably should never know. Right? And if you don't do this, you'll be cut off God. There was a Malach that said, okay, everybody's invited to the party. Everyone's invited to the party, it's going to come pretty soon. And they said, when? He says, you'll get it, you'll be notified. So, so the wise Avadim, Kishtu Asatzman, Yashua Pesach Beis HaMalach. What did they do? They put on their suits, they put on their party clothing, right? Their elegant party clothing. And they waited at the entranceway to Beis HaMelech. Amma klum chasu Beis HaMelech. We don't know when it's going to happen. Certainly don't want to miss the party, right? We don't want to miss the Suda. So, if I'm invited to the Suda, so right now, I'm going to make my preparations, and I'm going to be prepared. Right? Okay, we're invited. Okay, you'll tell me when it's there. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some time. So, and it comes suddenly. We're unawares. Okay, everybody has to come. So, they're in their work clothing. They're not ready for a party. So Samach HaMelech asked Pichim, and the Melech was very happy with the Pichim, because the Kras Tibshim, and very angry at the Tibshim, Amalolashah Kishtu Asatzman L'Suda Yeshev Yechlu. The people that would catch themselves to Suda, they could sit and eat, Amalolashah Kishtu Asatzman L'Suda, Yamdu V'Yiru. Right? So the Siddiqim are going to be eating, and the Rosham are going to be standing and watching. So Chasli Shomayim Shomayim Afei Nirikim Shamshin. No, they're not going to stand and see. Because that's not going to be embarrassing for them. Because okay, so that's uh, that's okay. But they're both going to sit. 
Then, right, that's the next Pasuk. So the Pshad is, they're going to miss it. Right, the Chavaz Chaim used to always give different Mashalim in this, in this Eifin. Right, if you're Lamaisa, it's going to happen. you got to be prepared. Dabar Acha, Machal Eisi Yivadecha Levanim Eil Atzitzis, V'Shem and Aresh Chayeshcha Eil Atfilin. Another Pshad, the Yivadecha Levanim is Atzitzis, and, right, that white begadim. And the shemen aresh chal yaksar is a tefillin. Why is the shemen the tefillin? And she says because taif shem mi shemen taif. Shemen means the reputation. That's what shemen is referred to in the navi and the ksuvin. And tefillin is the reputation. So the reputation always has to be aresh chal. Hajin alach shayil. We'll turn to parik shayil. Let's start the next parak. The Gemara says in the first parak is one of the Yitzchak's lover that they were Masakim Bishayim Bishol. Someone who is Hikshuk B'derech, that means he's going in the way and he's not going to make it. It's going to be dark when he's still on the road. And he has his money bag. So if there's a non-Jewish travel companion, he should give it to the non-Jew before Shabbos. And even though the guy is going to be carrying it on Shabbos, so there's a problem of Amir La'akam, here the place can bring a raya. There's not so many other makairis. The place can bring a makair from him. Are you allowed to tell a guy to do something before Shabbos? They should do it on Shabbos. This is like a mafurishim makar that you're not, because otherwise there'd be no heter of Meshach Shachba there, right? So normally, you can't have a guy carry your wallet on Shabbos, even if you told him before Shabbos. But for the Hirshach B'derech, like the Gemara is going to explain, they made a special heter because of the Hefzid that you could give it to a guy. And let's say there's no guy. You could put it on a donkey. We'll see in the Gemara, why wouldn't there be a problem of Mechamer Chabhemte B'Shabbos, which is an Isidar Isa. Let's say he reaches, when he does reach the outer Chatzar, Rashi says the outer means the last Chatzar in the city. That means it's the very first place where he could feel confident that it's going to be, um, it's going to be guarded there. So, Right, so he shouldn't go to his own house, Vaistais, as long as he is in a Chatzar, which will be okay. So you could do that. He could take off, he should take off the kalim that aren't muksa. If they are muksa, they're not, you're not allowed to move them. So he should untie the ropes. And the bags will fall on their own. Right, we'll see more in the Gemara about the total muksa aspect of this. But anyway, but that's what the Gemara says. The, the Mishnah only gives you two eitzes. The Mishnah gives you the eitz of giving it to a guy, and if there is no guy, so you can use your animal, and the Gemara is going to explain how to do that. My And why would the Rabbanan allow to give the money bag to the guy? It's very difficult for a person to hold himself back, to restrain himself, when his money is at risk, 
So if we don't matter him, he'll end up doing an Isidaraisa. So therefore, we allow him. Right, there's a discussion, because right, sometimes we find Fakert, right? We find by the fire, we found earlier, that there the Rabbana did not allow you to save things, because if, if you're going to save it, you're going to come in to put out the fire. So Taisus explains earlier, the Pshat's like this. If a person's going to ignore Chazal and save things, you know what I'm saying? All right, you know, there's nothing we could do. But the pshat is, we tell them not to not to save things because the ikkab problem there is it'll forget. The chazal weren't discussing violating halacha there because we didn't really have an eighth of him. We didn't have um, right, so we're not discussing violating halacha. We're discussing forgetting. Right? We feel if a person starts taking out his things, he's going to forget and put out the fire. If he doesn't, if he leaves everything, so then he won't forget. All right, what, what if he can't do it because the fire is there? Okay, if he can't, he can't. You know, we're not we're not addressing that issue. Here, the pshat is we're not afraid he'll forget. We're afraid that he knows it's Shabbos. We'll tell him, okay, take your wallet, put it on the ground, and goodbye. He's not going to be able to do it. So if we don't give him an eitzah, Right to be even is and allow him to do it. So then, what's he going to do? He's going to say, "I can't think about Shabbos now." He's not going to decide to do the lesser. Is it? He's just he just wants that money, right? <laughs> so that's what you tell him. Okay. Like a mere lock. When you right? try to put out the fire, that's not, that's that's. You're not allowed to tell the guy to put out the fire, but you're allowed to hint to him. You're allowed to tell him call him Right, right, so there was a quick question about Tiltal Muksa, right? Because this Gemara is mashman at Tiltal Muksa's Mutter B'makam Hefset. The Rishayim discussed that, right? Like we'll see, because if you if it's not a problem for Shusarabim, the fact that you're carrying the money bag will see will be Mutter. So that could be Tiltal Muksa, but that's a Shaila. Does that apply only in this case or, or to other cases of Tiltal Muksa? Right? There was a discussion. Could you do Tiltal Muksa when there's a fire? Anyway, the Gemara if you own the money bag, then you're allowed to um, take it. But let's say you're walking in the street on Shabbos, or close to Shabbos, and you see a whole, uh, right, you see some a lot of money on the street. And if you're not going to, if you're going to keep Shabbos, you're going to lose all this money. So Gemara says that uh, that's not allowed. Not your money. So that's it. We expect you to... Uh, to keep the rules of Shabbos and not pick up the money. So why says Pshita Kisay Tanan? It says Kisay. Now the time who didn't feel the Mitzia, Vayik Tanik Kisay, Ruch the Musik Tanik. Kamash Mulan, you would think, comes to money, a person can't restrain himself no matter what. So why did it say Kisay? Because that's a normal case, right? But the truth is, even a Mitzia, we will allow you the leniencies because we're afraid you won't be able to restrain um, yourself. Kamash Mulan, no. It's only if you didn't pick it up yet. If you already picked it up, like let's say you found the money right before Shabbos, you picked it up, it's yours, and then you're saying, but oh no, how am I going to bring it home? Then already you have all the leniencies. Let's say you already had the mitzvah. What's the halach? Since you already have it, so it's yours. If it's like a freebie, so maybe the Chazal said the money that you own, 
that you worked hard for. So that we're gonna we're gonna be back, right? But let's say you found the thing, so easy come, easy go. So yeah, that's it. You found it. Even if you picked it up, it's yours. But you have no way of bringing it home on Shabbos. So throw it down. That's all. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Uh, it's not something that you'll be so uh, so upset about, right? But that's what the Gemara says. Person going in the street, and he sees even a large amount of money. He can't do anything about it. There's no header to, to even even tell a guy, even tell a guy. No head. Ainim aynachri. Somebody says tamad ainim aynachri. Hayeshim aynachri lenachri yavlei. It's only if he doesn't have a guy. Let's say he has a choice. He can have a guy do it. He can have his animal do it. So what's the halacha? The mishnah's mavur that ainim aynachri. You give it on the chamar. If you have a nachri and a chamar, you have a choice. So you have to give it to a guy. What's the difference? Why not put it on the animal? Because my time chamar the mitzvah shusase. You are mitzvah that your chamar shouldn't be mechal shabbos for you. That's an issa deraisa, right? Mechamar chabenta shvisas benta. But nachi yet the mitzvah shusase. A guy there is no din deraisa that he has to keep shabbos. He can't do malacha for you. So therefore, the the best way is a guy. If you don't have a guy, so then you do the animal. And like the Gemara says, if the animal is going to be doing a mocha deraisa, it's a problem. It means an animal doing a mocha derabana. Now the Gemara goes on. If you have a chamar and you also have a chayre shayt of a kata, so a chamar manachlei, a chayre shayt of a kata loyavlei, my tama, hani adam, hani laf adam. You give it to the, you put on the chamar, but not a chayre shayt of a kata. Now the chayre. Both the chamar and a chayr shayt of a katan, there is mitzvah ashrisase, a chamar, right, lesasmach atavim techa, and a chayr shayt of a katan, you have perhaps lesasmach atavim bincha, or you have lesachilim. There is an iser to have a chayr shayt of a katan do a malacha for you on Shabbos, probably an iser deraisa. So, is there any difference? There is a difference because they're a person, and there are more gazer on people. Right, Rashi says, v'asil achlufei, an animal is not a person, so it's not as bad. Now how about a chayrish v'shayta? If you have a chayrish and a shayta, which one's better? So the shayta. Then you give it to a shayta. Because a chayrish seems like a bendas. A shayta is clear that he's not. Shayta v'katan. Also the shayta. And katan will become a bendas. Also maybe has more das. A shayta is completely mufka. So you chayrish v'katan mai. What's the din if you have a chayrish against the katan? Which one is the preferred one? The chayrish or the, or the katan? Well, we'll stop.